0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Yes Entry, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a seat. Have a seat. Very special thank you to anybody that I know personally that decided to take a minute out of their day and come give me a listen to come take a gander at what little old me got to say. I do appreciate that. And this podcast is going to be composed of two different things. First of all, it's going to be a way that I can express myself to have an outlet on what has happened in my life and what will happen in my life. Hopefully, some of these experiences can give you some insight and help you out on your journey. I don't have all the answers and really, I don't know what I'm talking about. When I first wanted to start the podcast, I thought I could be like a tutor to help people my age, any age, I'm 22 years old, by the way, um, with stuff that's going on in their life. But I decided to switch it to more, hey, this is what's going on in my life. Maybe you'll be able to find some helpful information through it. And the second part of the podcast is going to be through my email. So. You send any questions, any concerns, anything that you want to hear in another opinion about, and it can remain completely anonymous. That's perfectly fine with me. In fact, I would prefer it because if I have no preconceived notion of you, I'm giving you a complete unbiased opinion on what I think you should do or what I think at all. And like I said, I don't have all the answers, but sometimes it's nice to hear from somebody you don't know. And hopefully throughout the process of hearing my experiences, present and future and past and some experiences of other people and issues they might be having or questions they might be having, you'll be able to feel that you're not alone. Sometimes hearing that other people are experiencing the same thing might make you feel a little invalidated with your problems. You might think, oh, well, what? They have similar issues, so mine aren't valid. It's not the case, that's never the case, but really when you hear other people going through a similar experience as you, it can help you out. So please, I encourage you to shoot me an email. Uh, The email is gonna be yesentrypodcast at gmail.com. Send me anything you want, I will cover it in the next episode. If I answer anything, I'm going to give my personal experience, but I will also do as much research as possible to give you the best answer that I can. Like I said, I want to stay away from me presenting myself as a tutor um, and more of this is what's going on in my life. Shoot me some questions. I'll talk about it and maybe it'll help you teach yourself on your journey. So about that first part about me having an outlet and talking about what's happening now and what has happened. I am turning a bit of a new leaf in my life. I'm going down a path that I have never really gone down before, and it's really, really scary. Um, Anything that you change in your life that's a bit drastic is always really, really scary. And why is that? Because one, we don't want to get hurt, and two, we don't want to fail. Those are two of the worst things that can happen in your life. I hate failing, whether it be, oh, I said I was going to do this and I didn't do that. Oh, I was supposed to wake up early this morning and I didn't. Once you fail at little things like that, it makes it really hard to ever want to do anything because you just feel like it's not going to go anywhere. Like for example, if I wanted to wake up at 9am today and then I open my eyes and turn over and And wipe the crust out of the crevices of my ocular holes and I look at the clock and it's noon I'm upset and it kind of ruins my entire day because I'm like well I failed at that I'm probably going to fail at everything else I might be taking it a little extreme but I'm sure some other people feel the same way even if it's not super prevalent in the front of your head it might be subconsciously affecting you over time and once we make a lot of decisions that lead in failure you're a lot less enthusiastic to want to try anything new try anything that might scare you i'll give you another example i'm sure a lot of you can relate to this you decide to take up a hobby and you put all your money into it or you don't you really invest into this hobby and then after a few days you're over it probably because it's hard. And, you know, maybe it's just not very interesting. That's fine. But sometimes life gets a little much and those things become a lot less necessary. You know, I got to pay my bills. I got to go to work. The last thing I want to do when I get home is build a boat inside of a bottle. You know what I mean? But hobbies are so important to be able to remove yourself from the outside world and really invest into something whatever it is 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 magical seriously and let's say you fail in your head you go all in on this thing and you stop doing it and every time you look at it you're like oh great there's another thing I failed at all these reminders of things that you've fucked up but they're not fuck-ups It's totally fine. It's totally normal. It happens to everybody. You don't have to commit to every single thing that you do in your life. However, if you continue to do this, it's going to kind of transition over to a lot of aspects in your life. You're not really putting everything into what you're doing. You're kind of half-assing it, which again can be completely valid because As far as you can see, all these things that you do, you're not very great at and you failed. And I know for me personally, when I start something new and I'm not good at it, I'm immediately turned away from it because I subconsciously have this expectation that I should be really good at everything. And when I suck in the beginning, it totally turns me away from it and I lose any motivation to continue to try it. But if, let's say we have a hobby, or if we start instilling some practices that are really easy to do, you start developing these wins, these dubs over and over and over again, and it starts to slowly build up your confidence to try more and more things. For example, I just signed up for boxing. And a sketch comedy writing class because I always want to grow. I feel like if you stop growing and you don't ever want to grow, then what the fuck is even the point of living life? So I did a couple things that scared me and I set it up and I my first boxing class is tonight actually, so we'll see how it goes. I probably will suck. My arms are pretty scrawny, but I'm still going to try it and it's going to be so hard it's going to be so hard to feel like I want to continue to do it when everybody around me is so much better. But I can't compare myself to anybody in life. It's a huge mistake. And it it destroys you, especially like, I hate to sound like a boomer right now. But social media definitely instills this sense of other people living these amazing lives while you're not doing anything. But The majority of the time, all they're doing is emulating what other people are doing on social media and making their life appear larger than it really is. I'm sure a lot of you have heard this, but I really want it to stick in your head. Because for me, when I went on Instagram or I went on TikTok and I see all these people my age doing incredible things, and I look at myself and I'm like, I tried to get into models and I failed at that. How the hell am I ever going to get to their level? It's not going to happen, but it can happen. It totally can happen. I'm probably going to be famous one day. (laughs) I just have to have that mindset because if I try and, you know, they always say, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. It's fucking true. It really is true. And hopefully throughout this podcast, we'll see some growth in me and we'll see some achievements and I'll start getting some wins and I'll start feeling more confident in my life. You can fake it till you make it, but when you really build confidence, it's something special, baby. A lot of these failures can lead to a dissatisfaction with your life. You might not be dissatisfied. You might love your life and be completely satisfied. But in my experience, most people, whether they live in a box or they live in a mansion, there's some aspect of their life they're not completely satisfied with. It's completely natural and totally human. So what am I doing to supposedly turn a new leaf? I'm doing quotations with my hands, but you can't see it. I promise. I have been very dissatisfied with my life, like I said, for quite a long time. Like When I was in high school, nothing really mattered to me. I kind of wanted to Ride the high of not really caring much about anything or establishing close relationships or commit to anything. And that's always been really hard for me. It still is. And it's because of the same two reasons. I didn't want to get hurt and I didn't want to fail. No one wants to get hurt and failing sucks. This holds you back so, so much because I feel like we all know to always jump back on the horse. But that is one of the hardest things to do when you get kicked off every single day. I've spent almost every day thinking about the things I have to do and the things I want to achieve in my life, but the problem was I wasn't doing it. I've always been hard on myself and I figured I was just doing exactly that. A lot of older people I grew up around told me to enjoy my 20s as much as I can and live it the fuck up and do a bunch of coke, party, but I can never shake the feeling like I should be doing something more. And... Capitalism in America combined with a lot of other things definitely influence the idea that you need to be successful, at least in a monetary sense or with the position of your job. And in school, they say, oh, you got to go to college they are like, oh, what college are you going to, um, which is cool. I'm glad that they're, you know, pushing kids to have a higher education. It uh, can definitely be important and helpful to have a degree in today's job market, and for example. Um, bachelor's degree holders earn 31% more than people with associate's degrees and 74% more than those with just a high school diploma. Now, this is average. Me, it's not absolute because I make what a supposed average bachelor's graduate makes, and I dropped out of college. Um, Part of this new leaf turning is going back. Wish me luck. And, you know, plenty of people where I'm from decided to go into a trade. Um, I think that's especially popular in the south um, or more rural areas. Rural. I hate that word. Um, And that's totally cool. Whatever you want to do down your journey, that's your choice, brother. But for me, I could not shake this feeling of wanting something more and being dissatisfied. Like I mentioned before, I decided to try some new things in my life besides the boxing and stuff. I woke up and I was extremely dissatisfied. Like I have been for a long, long time. And I had a little manic episode where I decided, I'm going to get my life in order. I'm turning this shit around. You know how many times I've done that? And that's another thing. Like I've done that so many times and continued to fail. So like, why would this time work? I don't know, but so far it's working. First of all. First tip I can give you get a calendar or get a piece of paper and make a calendar and get a lot of the things that might be plaguing your mind in the back of your head like uh, bills or events like for me I will be at work pouring soup and I'll be like why was my dad mean to me when I was younger or I'll be like man I really got to pay that bill like now. Totally important, not serving me at the time, not helping me to worry and think about it, but I'm doing it anyway. So if we can get these things out, these thoughts onto paper, whether it be journaling or a calendar or a schedule, whatever, whatever works for you. But I'm gonna give you what I've done along with the calendar to maybe give you some inspiration to try something yourself. So first thing you wanna do, Get a calendar um, or a notebook. I would say one to four notebooks. Right now I have four. Um, That's just what works for me. I'm a big visual person. And it sounds corny, dude, but journaling has actually helped a lot. It's kind of emptying your mind of the things that are plaguing your inner conscience, whether you know what's happening or not. Anyway, one to four notebooks. So... You'll have one for a calendar, one for an enhanced calendar that's more of a day-by-day basis of things that you have to do, one for a little memo book that you can bring around with you. For example, I quit my job the other day and I've been on a job hunt, so I wrote down the names of the places, the phone number, what time they open, so that way I can call them to follow up on my resume and make an interview. And it makes it easier because when I'm in the car and traffic in Texas in 8,000 degrees, I don't want to pick up my solar phone and burn my hand and have to look up the address or the phone number for this place because I already have it written down. So I keep a little memo book with me just to kind of, you know, write things down so I don't forget, make things a little bit less stressful. I can go home and put them into my calendar or from my calendar to the memo book and bring it with me throughout the day. Fourth thing is the journal that I have kept mentioning. We're kicking it back old school style, okay? You can do whatever you want you can do this on your phone it's just it's so easy and i think what held me back for a long time i was like bro that is so corny i'm not about to write my feelings and make a calendar like i'm trying to live it up but surprisingly it's helped a lot so you know you're gonna need the journals the the notebooks whatever some pens or pencils or crayons or blood whatever you want to use So you're going to do the big dates and events, bills, birthdays, classes, dates, blah, 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 whatever you want to put in the calendar and try maybe like I did to pick a couple things that might scare you, that you commit to, that you make the decision to do. So like I said, the sketch comedy writing classes, I signed up for that. And the next day I was like, why did I do that? I don't want to do that anymore. But the problem is I already spent the money and I already set up the date and it's already in my calendar. So I'm committed. I've had a ton of commitment issues um, in everything and it helps to just do it. Just commit to something that you can't get out of. And it's really scary to commit because what if you don't want to do it later on? Um, I want to live my life. I don't want to do that shit, but it helps. So try a couple things. Try maybe, uh, I've always wanted to learn Spanish. Pick two days out of the week, write it down on the calendar that you will learn Spanish. And what I do in my smaller calendar, the one that's more focused on day-to-day, I put a little X so I can sign it and keep myself accountable. And I know all these things kind of remind you of school, but really, structure is really important. And eventually, I'm not going to have to have four different books, but to get myself started and more confident and 100% sure that I'm writing down everything that's in my head, this is what I have to do. Next tip that I can give you that I have started around the same time as this uh, calendar business. Don't lose me here. I'm going to say it. Meditation. Okay? Okay. Meditation is not what you think. It's not the, I mean, it can be the sitting on the floor with your legs cross. Oh, um, um, I'm not doing that. Not that I'm opposed to it, but that's not what I'm doing. There's an awesome app called Headspace. I'm not sponsored by them. I know I have a really big show, but um, they haven't offered me um, a spot yet. Headspace is awesome. It is free with a limited amount or You can pay for it. So what I did is I used the free version. Actually, I worked at Starbucks, and they give you a free Headspace subscription. Um, I was using that for a while, and I decided that I really liked it. And when I inevitably quit Starbucks because it sucks, shout out Starbucks. Um, Sorry if you worked there. I didn't like it. Um, I really liked it, so I decided to pay for the year because it was much cheaper than paying month to month. I think it was like 70 bucks. I'm not sure, but I had decided that it was worth it to me and I decided to buy it. I don't think you should go buy it right now, but if it's something you might be interested in, then I definitely suggest it. So you got this very nice sounding dude or girl, whoever you want to pick on the meditations. They're guiding you through it in a really nice way, reminding you to be nice to yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Meditation is hard. You get into a comfortable position. You close your eyes, you do some deep breaths, and you just kind of focus in on your body. And it's a really weird feeling. Like certain parts, they tell you to scan down your body with your eyes closed. Kind of picture it in your head. And I swear to God, you can feel the tingles like in a line going down your body. It doesn't sound real. And some of the experiences I've had so far are very weird. I did not expect any of the results that I've had so far. So if you're even slightly interested about meditation, but you have a lot of preconceived notions about it's weird or I don't want to just try it, I promise. And the most important thing you can do when it comes to meditation and when it comes to these calendars and when it comes to changing your life in any remote way is showing up. Okay. I'm not very far into this, but the thing that has changed and made me not 100% fail, even though I still had failures so far, is showing up. Like, uh, yesterday I meditated and it it sucked. Like, I I had racing thoughts the whole time. I I couldn't think straight, whatever. So usually I'd be like, I just don't want to do that anymore. But the next day I showed up and the next day I showed up and it started to get better. I don't want to continue to do this calendar, but I keep showing up and that famous Nike Just Do It is so true, unfortunately. Also not a, not sponsored by Nike, but you know, give me a call. So these are just uh, a couple of things that have helped me so far. They may or may not work for you, but I really encourage you to at least try them or hear these things and maybe a couple of things popped into your head like, oh, well, I'm not really into that, but I could try this. Anything. I'm really, really passionate about this stuff. And I know how hard it's been for me to overcome the amount of emotion and fear and anger in my body and in my life. And I wish that I had a person around my age or a person in general that I could listen to or talk to that really claimed these experiences that were similar to mine. Because I feel like a lot of people don't open up all the way, uh, which is natural, you know, you can't open up all the way to people you don't know, Um, but you'd be surprised the more you open up to people you're not super close with, you'd be surprised they do it too. I think a lot of people are afraid to cross that barrier. But if you kind of are getting to know somebody and you instill that, hey. I talk about what's real, I talk about what I'm feeling, this is what's going on. It's cool to not have that kind of relationship, but for me, I got to have somebody I can talk to about real shit. I can't be talking about bullshit all the time. That's well and good, it's fun, but there's also a time and a place for real conversations. And I feel like the majority of people I was around... I could never do that. And maybe I was just too scared to, but I felt like the few times that I did, it kind of was just shrugged off or pushed aside. So I really wish that I had somebody that I could listen to and be like, wow, he feels exactly what I'm feeling. And I haven't talked about a ton yet, but like I said, as we go along, you're going to learn more things about me. I'm hopefully going to learn some more things about you, and we'll get a better image of what we can do to push ourselves along if we're not super satisfied with our life Um, in the future i'm gonna have a couple of guests on the show to talk about some of their experiences kind of open our minds up a little bit kind of get a better idea of how other people could be feeling how we can take their emotions into perspective when we make decisions and say things because that's one of the most important things in the world is love Put all the bullshit aside, man. I know it sounds dumb, but love is so important. Love, man. <laughs> but seriously, like, if we put all our bullshit aside, dude, we're, we're all just people trying to trying to make it. That's it. We don't need to be so hateful and against each other and spiteful. And But hey, that's just the way the world is, right? Okay, so if we can't fix the world, let's try to work on ourselves. We're not fixing other people. We're not fixing the world. But what we can do is work on ourselves and maybe make our lives and the other people's lives around us better. I'm not doing this all for me. Part of this is me wanting to be better for the people around me, me wanting to be more present in conversations and not so worried about what they're thinking about me. It's and hopefully... If you haven't had these feelings before, maybe somebody talking about it is kind of making you realize like, wow, I really am in my head a lot when I talk to people. I know at least for me, I'll have conversations and just constantly be thinking about what they're thinking about me and not 100% paying attention. I've gotten a lot better at it over time, working on eye contact and, and maintaining the presence in the conversation, but it can definitely be hard. But before I get on a, a tangent about that, I'm going to try and keep my episodes 30 minutes or under, at least to start with. And I'm not 100% positive on the schedule that I'll be making podcasts, but I want to aim for weekly. I want to aim for weekly starting out and we'll we'll see how it goes. Like I said, that email is yesentrypodcast at gmail.com, Y-E-S-E-N-T-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. Please, I encourage you to send in anything you want. I will talk about it on the show. And most episodes are going to have a main topic that we're going to cover and then a piece of it be about one of the suggestions that got sent in or if I have a lot of suggestions, we'll talk about that. We'll kind of see what happens, but I hope throughout this episode, it's given you a better idea of who I am, um, who I want to be, and maybe who you want to be. Hopefully, you'll come back for the next episode, and hopefully this first episode maybe helped you out just a little bit. I appreciate you for coming to take a listen, and thanks for stopping by.